There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to a half-assed holiday workday Friday. This is the Morning Sickness. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan, Brett Vesley, Big Dick Toledo. It's 545. Let's get through this Friday as fast as possible so you can get in your your car and haul that boat you can't afford somewhere and do something with all the other uh, non-COVID vaccinated people out in lakes and stuff like that. And it's over. Who cares? Breathe on each other. Have unprotected sex with the people in the boat next to you. Kiss. Who cares? Live your lives, I say. Live them. We just heard a little Van Halen there. Yeah. Which is great because it's uh, sort of the tease, the, the, tease, the precursor to Brady's 80s weekend, which is happening this Memorial Day weekend starting later tonight. All weekend long, Brady spins the hits from the 80s on 98 KUPD. Playing a lot of my favorites. Uh, I'll tell you, some of them you've never heard before, I guarantee. <laughs> and you're going to act excited about bringing them to us. And some you have heard before and are head shakers, but they were in our testing to say, what would you guys, what would the people who like this station the most like to hear from the 80s on a specialty weekend and air supply and uh, or not air supply, uh, Ario Speedwagon. Ario, yeah, yep. Ario Speedwagon was on the list, so that Brady's going to play that as you would expect. Brian Adams, Brian Adams, yeah. kind of a bubble, kind of a bubble band to me. Me too. Kenny Loggins, Kenny Loggins is on there. Oh yeah, the Danger Zone's on there. Oh okay, that makes sense. You didn't get the intro, Danger Zone. No, did I do? Danger you must have did that one. I must have done that as you because they didn't. I think it came down to Paul, our production guy. I don't want to edit every one of Brady's goddamn intros <laughs> in his you, face. You do like 40 of them. You want me to punch him in his goddamn face. <laughs> hey, Paul. And that's a good day for Paul. Oh, yeah. That's, that's when he's happy to see it. So, uh, so yeah, probably I did it and don't remember. But Danger Zone, yeah, there's a few. There's a few that's going to make you just kind of roll your eyes but giggle. Men at work. Another... Bubble band. On Tuesday, we're going to be sitting here going, we need to retest some of those bands. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I'm like, I'm like, because 80s rock was so prominent. But you don't think of like the one-hit wonders from 80s rock. Yeah. Do you? I mean, I mean, when I think of 80s, I, you know, you get into that hair band thing, you think of the stalwarts and the, you know, the Skid Rose yeah. and the Bon Jovis and I don't know. I Tricksters. Trickster. Was yeah. Bon Jovi on the list? I don't remember. Yes. Uh, yeah. They had to be. Yeah. Yes was on there. Yes. That was yeah. one I did. Yes was on. And, I'm, and I love that. Yeah. Owner of a Lonely Heart yeah. is awesome. Rush. Yeah, Rush was Rush on White Snake. Sense. White Snake makes sense. I'm trying to remember one hit wonder. Uh, Sheriff, maybe. Yeah, but well, I know I we're not playing we, that, that one. That might, have been been yeah. that might not have been in the 80s. Was oh, it Sheriff was in the 80s for sure. Yeah. Baby, was that that was Sheriff, right? I believe so. Because that was me and Gretchen Zamat used to drive around in my Jeep. That had to oh, been like no, eighty nine. Or- well, no, I didn't. Gretchen was adorable, but she was. Uh, I gave her rides home, but she was a, uh, like a guy, a friend I liked. Oh, okay. was his girlfriend. But she she lives in Puerto Rico right now, but she used to sing that song in Spanish, and I found it hysterical to have her go. Bambino. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> 
And I would just, I'm like, sing it in Spanish, please sing all these uh, metal ballads in Spanish. And so we would just drive around and she would sing in Spanish. And I probably could have, you know, been more of a man, (laughs) but I liked her boyfriend. I always thought Mark was a good guy. And actually, Mark uh, was one Father Dale liked too much, and he spilled oh. the beans on him. He didn't touch. I don't think he got to him. Mark Mark was one of the smart ones that got out of there. But, yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, he, 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 he's the one who spilled the beans. He said, why does this grown man have so many children's underpants for, uh, for me to wear to get into a hot tub with? Why does he have varying sizes of kids' pants to wear at his house? And so he kind of spilled the beans, and everybody thought he was crazy. But then he was one of the new times. Mark's a hero. So I didn't want to touch his girlfriend. Besides that, yeah, I would have struck out anyway. Let's be honest. This song here? Yeah, oh, you got it going. Oh, this is it. I wish Gretchen was here right now because singing it in Spanish is a riot. Because she would look at me like it was like meaningful that we were dying. I remember driving down Guadalupe Road t- towards Alma School when I looked at her and I'm like, "Do you like this one?" She goes, "I love this song." And then it was like, "Que tú?" What? And then she just do it. I'm like, this is the best moment ever. This song was huge. Oh, yeah. Through this one, you get laid. Yeah. So here's me in a Jeep with a hot Puerto Rican. They love having sex and yeah, stealing your wallet. Tina. Yeah, she's Latina. <laughs> and she's singing this love song to me. And I'm like, this is funny. I blew it. Maybe she was telling me in Spanish how much she loved me. In code. Was she calling you Poppy and everything too? Yes, a lot. Ah, Poppy. <laughs> Can I go right home, Poppy? <laughs> Gretchen, you're adorable. Sing to me in Spanish and I'll drop you off for Mark to bang. <laughs> she did tell me once that Mark, uh, she liked, like I'm into it now, but then it disgusted me. Like She's like, sometimes Mark gets big zits on his back and I just love to pop him. Ah. <laughs> and I'm like, ew. <laughs> Ugh. Knights of the Round Table played this song at a, oh, wait a, minute. I found, a I think bunch I found of high a, school uh, dances. found a Spanish version. You found it in Spanish? Is it Gretchen's not by it? a check, oh, I was going to say. I think this is it. Gretchen released yeah. it. I want half of that. That was kind of my idea. Let's skip ahead here. Did Sheriff do it in Spanish? I, I don't know. I'm trying... This was her. No. It sounds like English yeah, to me. Is it subtitled for the radio? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Maybe that's weird. <laughs> it's like a Brady's, a Brady, right. radio video. Right. I'll find it in Spanish. <laughs> yeah. Well... Brady's 80s weekend's appropriate because it's just like the 80s around here. The Lakers are beating the crap out of the Suns again. It's the exact same thing as the late 80s. And God damn it, last night was frustrating. Yeah, I got a, I got an email this morning from a guy, and he couldn't be more right. I actually text Kevin Ray during the game last night. He was calling the game. And uh, I, 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 Kevin harasses me while I do my job, so I'm going to do the same thing while he's calling. It seems <laughs> this is where I have to get past uh, my job not being important. Is that, you know, because Kevin texts me. I have no problem with it. Kevin can text and joke. I enjoy the conversation. And so Suns announcer Kevin Ray, who gets up a little bit before uh, midnight to just do uh, plyometrics for like six hours. All the guy does is like work out when he sees this to rock. So, uh, so he texts in the morning and I'm laughing. So during the game, I start to text Kevin during the game because he's talking to me on the TV. I'm watching him. T- and I'm, so I'm like, ah! And Eddie Johnson said something about, and it was a great, great line. He goes, I'm tired of these guys chasing fouls. They're hunting fouls because the Lakers hunt fouls. All basketball teams do. That's not fair to say just the Lakers. Yeah. But like a guy will run in front of another guy and then stop and, and charge and run over. Yeah. It's kind and, and of like it's, flopping in soccer. It's worse than flopping yeah. because you're like, you're ahead of the guy that's behind you. There's a way to get in his way and free up another guy. But when you're doing it to try to get run over just so you can get a foul. It's hunting fouls, and it's and Eddie said it last night. He goes, "That's not basketball." And I text Kevin. I'm like, "Keep Eddie on that train." 
because this is ruining bas- like this is ruining a, 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 what potentially could be a great series is these guys are now just trying to bang into each other and go to the line. And then, uh, and then Anthony Davis gets uh, bumped in the face, and he's writhing around in agony on the floor, just selling it. And a guy emailed me, and he said, I'm an NHL fan. I haven't watched a lot of basketball, but he said, since the Suns are in the playoffs and you guys have been talking about it and everything, everybody's kind of buzzing about it, I wanted to, I've been watching a lot more basketball. And he goes, I can't get past how in hockey a man, a 210-pound man, will throw his entire body into another human being's body, smash him into a wall. And if you've ever hit a hockey wall – they're not padded. Yeah. That is like banging into it by yourself's brutal. The first four feet. And then they just smash into it and then keep skating. Uh, they'll get hit with a puck in the body. If it doesn't hit them in the face, they'll flinch. Maybe they'll go down. They get right back up. The basketball players get bumped, and it's not flopping. They're in pain. They're in, the, the least tough athlete in all the planet are seven feet tall, 300-pound men. It's the craziest yeah, thing. Yeah, but the recovery's amazing. Anthony Davis wasn't. <laughs> Eddie, Eddie started calling him Boo Boo Davis last night. He goes, man, this guy gets a boo boo. He lets you know about it. And it's like, it's true. He's like, his knee's bad. And he's just limping around. And his face has been touched. And it's like, they, they cringe. Soccer players aren't as bad as modern-day basketball players. Not even close. Soccer players flop and try to... There's get, grandstanding get, on both. Oh, soccer's bad. Yeah. But they flop around and try to get the red... They try to get guys thrown out of games. Yeah. By making it egregious. And it's flopping and rolling around, and then they, they spray them with that icy stuff, and they go... But soccer's different because you can't substitute guys. Like, the injuries are the only way you can substitute... And it's a way to get rest. You know, they fake an injury, lay on the ground, everybody gets a breather for a second. The Lakers are the worst. I, I, I got a hand to the Suns. Not one of them hit the ground last night, and rolled around for a minute. You got hit in the face, Anthony They're Davis. They're not going to win. You got bumped in the face. I know. And that's, you know start what? doing it. The key to the deal is you start looking like the Suns are too tough for you. This Lakers team. You've is, admitted defeat yeah. already. If you're complaining about oh. the, the stuff as a team, that means they're going to get. They're getting all the calls. Yeah. Because they're showing like these 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 wretched, skinny little Suns are. Are knocking us down like crazy. LeBron and Anthony Dave and Drummond hit the dirt last night. That guy's like, he's like that fat girl from the WNBA that coach was talking about. He's four hundred pounds. He's a beast. It's and he they hit the ground. It's like oh oh every bone in my body's been broken by campaign. He's you know six one one sixty. These guys are pussies. But it's even ridiculous with all of that. Like you're saying there, if you take a look at the stats, if they would have knocked down more shots. Oh, they the Suns missed too many shots. Yep. Yeah, the Suns That's just all it takes. missed too many shots. They shot 33% in the first half, and you're not winning any games under 40% at all. You're not scoring 40 points a half in, in today's basketball and coming out with a win. The league doesn't want the Suns to win, though. Absolutely. They want King James uh, up there course, in yeah. the big L.A. market. Well, That's what, what they, they want. want this year is Brooklyn and L.A. to play. Oh, yeah. Because they Two got biggest markets. Their, and their marquee stars. Yeah. They're they, they, and they were brilliant by giving them a little glimmer of hope right off the bat. They take game one. Well, they tried to take this that away. They, they, the, the, the league definitely, I mean, if they're, if they're in the mix with the referees calling, that was definitely, and even Laker fans I've talked to are like, man, the Suns got zero calls game one and still won. Because they shot better. Yeah, well, they shot, they had, they shot a great game, but they were 50-something plus. So it doesn't really matter if, if you're, and then the Suns are dumb. Like right now, Monty Williams has to get them on the, we play our game. We don't play their game. You're playing Laker basketball. You're, you're playing physical. You're trying to. You're trying to. I said it a million times. You don't get in a heavyweight fight when you weigh 156 pounds. You might be a great fighter, 
but you're going to end up fighting the heavyweight's way. You get into a middleweight fight and make the heavyweight chase you. That's how you do it. You, you, you don't go in there and say, okay, I'm in a slugfest because that's what heavyweights do when you're a middleweight. Gas them. You gas them, yeah. and, and they're not doing that. They're playing half-court basketball, which is dead in the league. And it's just, it was tough to watch last night because you're like, uh, this, for the first time all year, the Suns got outcoached in a big way. The game plan of the Lakers was better than this. The Suns looked confused, and, and they couldn't hit shots. And it was all on Devin Booker. It was triple teamed. And they're like, if he wasn't hitting a shot, nobody else was going to. So it was just it was a matter of who, who, who's going to just hold the ball with three seconds left on the shot clock. Tough, tough night for the Suns. So down to one of those stupid Lakers who are impossible to like. Every single – it's the uniform. It doesn't matter who's in it. I used to love Shaq. He was the only one that I'm like, this is the most likable man in NBA history. And then they put Kobe on the team. And I know you're not supposed to talk about him now. Right. I've just absolutely hated Kobe Bryant. But like, if you were talking about him beforehand, that's okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's been – yeah. It's like your big surf thing. Yeah. yeah we're the same age, so it was okay. But, yeah. Because he I, ran roughshod over the Suns. Kobe, the Kobe, Kobe did it to a lot of teams. But yeah. he, everybody was trying so hard to make him Michael Jordan it, to the point where he would stick his tongue out. And he was doing all the Jordan stuff. And, you know, his interviews all were like Jordan clone interviews. And then you, I saw him on L.A. News once. And he and his wife were just just screaming, yo, yo, we got this. They won the champ. Yeah. like, wow, that's not the Kobe that does the national interviews. But bottom line is that's just an unlikable bunch. And it's because they're babies. I, I would hate to have my friend, seven feet, 275-pound Anthony Davis, in a bar fight. He's like, hey, Anthony, I need you. These guys want to pick a fight with us. Are you, you got my back? Sure. And then he takes one punch, and I'm like, where's Anthony? Oh, he got punched once, and he's got to lay down for 25 minutes because somebody touched his giant unibrow. He, he got bumped in the nose with an elbow. Oh, I can't move my legs. I'm like, what is going on with this boo-boo Davis? I loved it. Eddie Johnson nailed it last night. He get a boo-boo. He'll let you know about it. That's boo-boo Davis. And I'm like, perfect, Eddie. Boo-boo Davis is you perfect. You get him, Eddie. No, Eddie's right. But yeah, I was texting Kevin, and I started thinking to myself as I'm texting him, I, I, I shouldn't text him. He's busy at work. I'm like, wait a minute. Dude texts me all the time. Yeah. Like, right at work. And then Kevin answers me, so I'm like, he's not that busy. But I just feel like his job's important, and mine's not, so it's okay for him to do it. And then I'm like, ah, oh, he's going to get mad. And I'm like, no, wait a minute. No. That's- they pre-record a lot of that play-by-play. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, they, they get it all out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Did all my parts earlier today. <laughs> oh, did you? You want to go get some drinks? I'm like, Kevin, the game's on. That's fine. I covered it. All you got to do is say Kuzma on the ground. Uh, that's a technical There's in the a Suns. boo-boo. Yeah. Boo-boo Davis on the ground. I just, I don't want, you know, basketball players are all like, you know, I grew up in the streets. I had to fight to survive. I never, I never had a parent tell me what was right and what was wrong. I was raised by the streets. Basketball took me out of the ghetto. I was in the worst. And then you bump him in the nose. Ow! I'll never walk again. It's like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Those streets don't seem so tough when you watch the NBA. I'm, And the other thing, I mean, even this has always been for a while, but the, the fighting ability oh, on, across the board. The worst fighters. I mean, grow, yes. I grew up on the streets. I had to fight to survive. I had to fight for my family. I had to fight for food. And then they just swing. Oh, and slap. Yeah, the girl fight happened. Like, these guys fight. There's the worst fight. If you don't, if you don't have a weapon, they like hand-to-hand, they're the worst fighters I've ever seen. Manute Bull and Rick Mahorn were the two only two people that Manute knocked people cold once in a yeah. fight. Like, Jesus, he used to fight lions, you know. I'm like, don't pick a fight with that guy. Slight reach advantage. I grew up in South Chicago, and uh, you know, every day I walk home, I get my I get my ass kicked, so I had to go play basketball, and you know, just find an outlet to get out these streets. Yeah, 
And then you get scratched, and it's like he's going to miss three weeks. <laughs> what? Spud Webb knocks you yeah, over. Yeah, biggest. Yeah, and, then, and then that's the thing. I had to fight survive, man. I had to fight survive. And then stand my ground. But you take a charge from a guy 200 pounds less than you, and you go flying backwards. It's like, it's hilarious. It's how it is on the mean streets of Notre Dame. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would love that, because most of them did go to the prep schools. If they actually admitted, like, I got taken out when I was eight years old to a very impressive uh, waspy school where they put me on a team 300 miles from my home. I, I never, ever was in South Chicago. But the growing up on the streets, tough guy thing. Basketball players are not tough guys. They didn't grow up in really too much hardship. If you were that good, you didn't just. It's not like when uh, Blue Chips, when Shaquille O'Neal was playing basketball yeah. in that barn, and they just found him. It's like he was like. And some, on most sports, uh, it doesn't last that long. If you're really coming from that. Oh, absolutely. Background, no. it seems like it, look, wow, you're blowing it. Most Don't. of these kids that they're like six feet three. And when they're in sixth grade and they're just dunking like, get them over there to the prep school quick. You can make it, but just, if you can just leave the three hundred pounds of weed alone, yeah, well, you're gonna get, you're gonna be fine. Yeah, I've never seen bigger. And that guy, I forgot his name. Who emailed me? I'm sorry, I'm not. But he's like, I watch hockey. He goes, these guys in hockey just take a beating. And you think about it. It's the only time any hockey player rides on the ground, they're out cold. Almost every time you see it, oh, he's down, the dude's out. Oh, Something yeah. terrible's happened. I watched a guy tear his entire knee out in a game, and he got up and started to skate, and a puck hit him in the same knee, and he was a hero because it deflected the shot from, <laughs> from the open net. And I'm like, this guy blew his knee out and Used finished. his face. Yeah. I, you know, and that's the only time, 95-mile-an-hour puck hits a guy in the face he's good he, rightfully so there are injuries that hurt i'm not saying that not they should get up for everything that's stat of how many people have died in ho- hockey oh boo boo davis is just a bitch a bitch uh yeah evidently uh al mccoy uh he has a discussion with the officials about the things so that we gotta listen to al who's watched a, a ton of ball and he even says like this one's out of control i love Watching the local broadcasts because in the playoffs, it's only they can be homers. And I find that to be the better way to watch a playoff game. It gets you all fired up. The TNT broadcast last night was just average. But That's the way you want to watch it, though. I if your that. team is in it, you want your homer guy in yeah. there. I want, I don't want, you know, uh, you know, kind of a, a middling guy saying, well, both teams are playing great. And it's like, yeah. no, I want, to, I want a guy going, come on, sons, let's get this together. I used to love everybody gave Hawk Harrelson to the White Sox a hard time because he was such a homer. I'm like, his job, by the way, White Sox color analyst yeah. or play-by-play guy. Yeah. Or he was a color guy, wasn't he? I don't know how it worked with him. He did he was, both kind of. He did, he did, yeah. but he was he was more the play-by-play guy. Because he and Stoney yeah. both kind of called the game, both of them, yeah, but he was the best. Come on, boys, we got to get some runs here. And oh, I would yeah. love that. It would be great. Oh, that Canacorn. He he's was like yelling happy. at umpires and yeah. everything. Joe West doesn't know what he's doing. Right now. All right, come on now. Canacorn. We need a Canacorn. Mercy. Yeah, oh, he was the best. <laughs> I love that. Harry Carey's, all these yeah. announcers are known for cheering for their team. And the homer, Chick Hearn, was the And biggest. the homers get in trouble when they call out the team. And fans like that yeah. more. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. they're saying something they're talking about to here. Us. They're, yeah. they're, but then they'll get lectured by. Well, the, the players, and the, well, because the they've got to keep, they keep that line, too. Yep. They've got to make sure that they're. You know, Dusty Baker had That's what's Steve, Stone Steve Stone fired. Yeah. Uh, there's been plenty Buck of show. Well, Buck Showalter went after Brenneman here. And you know what Brenneman did? You know what, Buck? Get back in your seat, you homo. <laughs> <laughs> so my friend has a T-shirt with Tom Brenneman's face on it, and his apology is printed behind it. 
it's being delivered. <laughs> oh, I have to wear that because you would look and go, come on. I'm like, I love the man. I think Tom's amazing. I think he got railroaded into a terrible I'm spot. so sorry. I don't know what's going on, but it's got in the middle. Outside. Yeah, Castellanos takes that one deep. That one's a home run. Red's up 4-2. And I said the word on the air, and I didn't know it went out. So I'm, I'm like, look, my career's flashing before my eyes. <laughs> Take a look at the chicken out there on the field doing a dance. That's great stuff. I'm going to miss that. <laughs> but yeah, it's kind He's of got apology. some really good, uh, pretty good podcast right now. It's called Dialed In with Tom, Tom Brenneman. Brenneman. That's right. And we talk about keeping it straight with you. That's what, it, that's what his podcast should have been called. <laughs> straight Shooter with Tom Brenneman. <laughs> we never, ever, ever talk about it's on this show. I just think it's, I think, look, anybody who hasn't used the homo F word in their lives, including gays and anything else, can, can cast stones outside of that. Tom Brenneman got in trouble and he should have because it went on the air. It was unprofessional. It's a, it, the, the profession does not call for you to do that. Uh, but to, to cast him out of society the way that he has been cast out is ridiculous. Uh, so anyway, but last night the, the Suns losing on Brady's 80s weekend. So it's just like when Kareem and Magic used to come in and beat up Kevin and Tom Chambers. It's uh, the late 80s all over again, watching these goddamn Lakers do it again. And the worst draw the Suns could have gotten is that Lakers team that's been, you know, just wake us when the playoff starts. And uh, now we're healthy all of a sudden. And we're going to get better throughout yeah, amazing the Amazing uh, how all yeah. of a sudden. Well, I just bought. Pacing look, that way. I'm going to tell you. I just bought season tickets to the Suns uh, this week. I'm. I'm Fully, you did? Yeah, I'm fully invested. I'm going Now that back. you got wow. your apartment. I mean, <laughs> now get, yeah, now, and a couple houses. <laughs> and who knows what two else. Two houses downtown after a drunken Tuesday. I'm like, <laughs> I, gotta, I think I live here now. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I got them. And then the one thing that I'm worried about are teams like the Lakers, and they're not alone in this, and the Suns, who will be good. Uh, they won't do it next year, but this year, you know, they still, this, this isn't over by any means, but still, you know, you're starting to look at it like, all right, this team's a little better than the Suns. Um, they rest like the Lakers had like 14 games where Anthony Davis and LeBron James played together and on road games and stuff like that, when they're resting, that's cheating fans who paid. And I didn't, it's not cheap. These tickets are not cheap and you pay top dollar to watch these guys come in and the Lakers are going to play the Suns more than once. But when uh, Brooklyn's in town and you want to see Kevin Durant, James Harden and Kyrie Irving, and they just aren't, aren't playing because it's like, ah, we're coasting until the playoffs get here. You're ripping off the people who paid money, and look, that's on me for doing it. But at the same time, you're like, they, they, there should be a penalty for these phony injuries with basketball, where the guys are just resting and they're. they're Shaq would do it multiple years, but they did like it's. But it has a name now, you know. It's the load thing is like they're they're making sure these guys don't play too much because this is a guaranteed playoff team, and so we'll just get in. That's all we need to do is get in. Nobody. Can, I mean, the teams that fight for the one and two seed are teams like the Suns and the Jazz, who aren't going to get the calls. Yeah. Who aren't? They need the four games at home support. Whatever advantage you can get. But keep in mind, Suns fans, in 1992-93, when they went to the playoffs, I do believe it was the Lakers in round one. Maybe it was the Nuggets. I don't remember. They lost the first two games at home in a five-game series. They were the number one seed. This was the Barkley team, and they came. And Paul Westfall, their head coach, went on TV and said, "We're going to win the next game." And then we're going to go out go and we're going to beat him again. That was later. We're going to go out and beat him again. And then we're going to come back and we're going to win game five. We're going to win the next three games. I guarantee it. And everybody's like, Westfall just guaranteed three in a row. They've lost the first two to the eighth seed. And he just, he just guaranteed three in a row. And they did it. And then they played Seattle. And then they, I think they played the Spurs uh, 
I think they played the Spurs last. It might have been Lakers, Seattle, Spurs for their run to the championship. It was unreal. Like Paul Westfall going on TV after they're down 0-2 and they looked bad doing it against the eight seed. And everybody's like, yeah, the Suns are, they're a mirage. They're, don't worry about them. Uh, they, they were just a regular season giant. And they thought, the, they thought the Sonics would kick the crap out of the Suns. They didn't. Great series, though. So it's, not, not all is lost at 2-1 at all. But it sure looks bad. Because I don't know if you guys watched it. It, it weren't pretty. And you're definitely not playing your own style of basketball, and that's the bad side. So, Lakers should be paying tribute to Lambeer, though. They are playing because that is what ball. they are doing. You are a hundred percent right. Especially that first half, it was like, my God, this is all about the Detroit Pen. The Pistons used to piss people off because they did the same thing. They were the bad boys, but God forbid you bumped into them, yeah. they'd go flying three rows back, and it's just it, you know. You're but not they didn't up a hundred. They didn't hunt fouls. No, I mean you never. I don't think you ever saw Dennis Rodman, you know, rolling around in agony after he got bumped. He would try to get in your head by by getting a, a cheap foul. And that would drive you even more. And it would make it crazy because he'd like almost wink at the guy like, gotcha. The but guy he never is pre- holding yeah. my arms. He, gets- he never pretended to be hurt. And the Lakers pretend to be hurt constantly. And it's just so they get more media the next day. So Stephen A. Smith can go on and go, he looked hurt all game and he still put up a show. Settle down. His ankle ain't right. It's hanging on. Stop it. So it's, uh, it's tough to watch. But Suns fans, everything will be all right. Brady's 80s weekend will guarantee a 2-2. We'll go Paul Westfall during Brady's 80s weekend. The Suns will win the next one and then come back and win game five and be up 3-2. Brady guarantees it. That's my guarantee. My 80s Brady's weekend guarantee. Are they here for the next game or are they in L.A. again? Uh, L.A. for the next one. One more. Okay. And it's 1-1-1. But we'll see. Oh, that's right. Two more. This, uh, This city is better when the Suns are good. I'll tell you that. There's something, it, Charles Barkley's commercials about this is a basketball city. It He's is. Right. It is. The city's better when the Suns are good. They just got to do something here. And to get bounced out is the worst thing that can happen to them. First round elimination to the Lakers is just the worst thing that can happen to them. They'll be also ran again going into next year. So, But the good news is get some free agents start looking at Phoenix. And I think that's the important part. Uh, but got to get past these Lakers. Just it would be great to come back and beat the Lakers too. Oh, I hate those Lakers. Just want to see Bron Bron go home and cry. Well, he'd bitch the whole way oh, yeah. if they lost. It would be because of, you know, a bad call, which would be the most ironic thing ever. But, yeah. NBA players, I'm no longer afraid of you. You, you go down like, a, you know, you, you go down like a $2 hooker. Every time you get bumped, you're on the ground. It's ridiculous. Anyway, I know they can't hear us, but we'll send our, we send our thoughts to them, Brady. That's how things work. It's a good idea. Push your thoughts to them. Uh, you've you've been a human. Peace and peace. You've been a human being for a long time. Have you ever felt someone's <laughs> thoughts from a distance? Like, oh, that guy's thinking about me, and and now I'm going to be better at what Every I do once for a living. In a while, I do think, you really? Yeah, I, don't I think, think I do. I don't think you do. Do you get better at what you're doing because of it? Um, sometimes. No, yeah. you don't. That's incorrect. Doesn't work. <laughs> Doesn't work. I'm thinking about it right now, Brady, and you're still terrible at this. <laughs> no. So, like, I try to send my thoughts. Like, today's a good reading day for Brady. I'm going to take all my good reading skills and I'm going to push them to you. That I just I'm not feeling. Yeah, I just I'm don't think. Yeah, you don't. I try to push my reading skills. Come on, kid. Somewhere yeah. out there. <laughs> yes, I'm giving you my my fievel. I'm throwing <laughs> you my American tale. If I'm thinking of you, someone's thinking of me. Somewhere out there. Doesn't those rats get run over by something? <laughs> They're dead. Uh, give Crashed us a wake up. A plane? Didn't they? Didn't <laughs> Should, they fly in a? Did they get killed in a plane wreck? Was that the one they were, were flying? Otis, Otis Redding's plane. 
Wasn't that the rescuers? Oh, the rescuers the were hanging. Yeah, because yeah, they had okay, little yeah. suitcases too. Yeah. Which I always thought, who manufactured those suitcases? Even as a kid, I'm like, they make little suitcases for mice, which means there's a company out there doing that. We could just, we really need to, we need to discourage mice traveling. It's too me too. Yeah, it's nice it's, well, the, they, they had taste for God's sake. <laughs> but I, I always thought that was hilarious. That, that just to think of the manufacturing company. It's like, look, they travel. <laughs> we got to make these suitcases get to them. And I'm like, no. If we take the suitcases away, they'll travel less. They get, and it, that meant that they had possessions, and it was just a, the Mouse concept. Balls. The concept was off for me as a kid. I never, I didn't like the rescuers. <laughs> I didn't want to root for rats. I just didn't think it was a good idea. And there was Mickey Mouse, so it was you know, I was a hypocrite. Uh, give us a wake up song. Let's do an '80s one. Get all '80s today for Brady's '80s weekend. Give oh, us no. like yeah, an '80s us- one hitter. Like remind us of something. Give me '80s something that I've forgotten, or, or we've all kind of like, oh my god, that was. I can't think of any 80s one-hit wonder hair bands. Roudness. Roudness. Is that, was that a hit, though? That was just it kind of was, yeah. I've never seen it on MTV. Yeah, because, it, because they were Japanese. <laughs> they, they did it because it was novelty. I don't know. It was a hit only because, like, have you heard this crap? I can't think of one. Like, everybody had an album. Everybody had a few songs in the hair band era. Uh, let's see. Because they were so manufactured by producers that you didn't just come up with one hit and then go, Slaughter? About, they had a couple. Uh, they had a couple. Britney Fox had Girls School. That's a pretty good one. They were more of a gimmick too. They were a bad Cinderella. Was it Samantha Fox too? Samantha. She was Fox. more. Poppy, she was a chick though. though. Yeah, yeah. She, she, she was naked on her. She was oh. naked on the CD. I had posters of her on my so wall back in the she, day. I just, well, I had the CD thing because that was one yeah. of the first. I'm like, her boobs are just oh, on man. the disc. They're ridiculous. She just had her shirt open. Like, here's my cans. I got very limited talent, so these are going to carry me through a couple hits. We'll play it. A couple hits. I got something that rhymes with that. Anyway, so give us an 80s one. Uh, wake us up with an 80s uh, memory for Brady's 80s weekend as we uh, try to wake up uh, for this one. Give it to us good and strong. 585-9800. We'll wake up next. It's 98 KUP. Wake up! Big Red Badass. What? What did you just say? Badass. 98 K-